Hello, welcome to Scaly Stories and Talks from the Mine. I want to show what the talks uh, is for. So I figured this episode uh, I would show about that. And if you look at where my original podcast is coming from, uh, rss.com, you can see that I put it where it's explicit. That's for any stories or any thoughts I have about uh, nothing political, but thoughts about anything else that I might get a little more detailed or a little graphic for some people, as I've been told by some people, most friends, most random people that I just talked to, uh, they do say that once I get into certain things or descriptions, sometimes I can get a little graphic than the usual talk. But anyways, so today's talk, I wanted to talk about how there is really this miscommunication about how antidepressants doesn't actually cure your depression. It just lowers it to a, a, a suitable state where you can handle it yourself. That's what antidepressants can do. If an antidepressant can cure your depression, then they'll pretty much make sure that everyone that has that has been diagnosed with depression takes that medicine first. But that's not how medicine works. That's not how drugs work. It is different for everybody and you can't really get rid of something that's in your head when the closest thing we got is to chop off a piece of your brain that might cause that. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one wants to do that considering the things that could happen and it's really dangerous. But pills slash drugs, however you want to say them, but pills, I would say, uh... They do not get rid of. They just bury that problem you're trying to solve so heavily that you don't notice it. Or you just barely feel a glance. Or it's just, it's so small that you either ignore it, you don't see it. Or you simply just get by it really easily. And that's all it really is for any pill is that. Even a painkiller can't get rid of all the pain, but it can help reduce the pain into a more handleable state. That's what antidepressants do for depression. It doesn't get rid of it. It doesn't stop it, but it lowers it down. Or for some people, it it, it makes the volume of it more quiet. It makes the feelings that you get from the depression, the thoughts and everything slow down and just gives you time to breathe it gives you time to relax a little bit and that's the person i've been taking has been working really well and it's it's not helping much i still struggle to get up uh, out of bed as the first thought that comes to my mind is well something that the, a depression depression basically causes and I struggle to get out of bed and I either try to sleep through it or I wake up and just go to my job and just try to focus on that. But it's really it's really better that way than without the antidepressant because 
before then, I would sleep throughout the whole day and either wake up by 1 or 3 p.m. And I just can't function unless I take an extra long nap. And But now, it's more sustainable and I can I can go to work early enough get that done come back home do some other things and then go to sleep and repeat the process now this antidepressant doesn't get rid of it I will say this it's it, it makes it small but it's still a tr- troubling thing to take care of it's like having to deal with a baby without knowing the first step of how to even hold the baby. But with the antidepressant, it's like a handy book that teaches you things. It's still a problem. The baby will still cry. Uh, you still uh, will expect certain things like if it gets sick or if they accidentally get hurt. Stuff like that. I'm not saying depression is like a baby and it's, oh, we can take care of it if we just learn. It's not really like that. It's more like, that's just an example I can think of. But depression is more like you. And it's just a manifestation of everything you've basically just hate about yourself and just regret. It's just full of regret, anger hate and just covered with the giant blanket of sadness that's all depression is at least to me that's how i interpret it that is just a bundle of emotions put together about myself and the actions i've made in my past so i say that you can't really just expect someone to just say oh yeah i can get over it when it's stuck in their head the moment they either wake up or so the moment something related happens to them or a topic gets brought up that reminds them of that moment or it just happens randomly even it's just out of the blue sometimes you you can have the happiest day you could be golfing and literally get the best strikes and get the best score and be in second place even but then depression hits right in the middle of that you're you're doing so well and then you just feel this sickening twist in your gut then your breathing starts to get a little heavier and you start to notice you're shaking or you're sweating and then thoughts about oh look at all this you're putting them down you're showing too much or it's not even related to the golf it could be oh remember that time you accidentally kicked your dog oh i remember how much it cried it could just be thoughts like that or even it could just be you're a waste you're nothing you're just pulling yourself down you're you're a bad influence on yourself you should just keep going down don't move you just hurt yourself you just hurt everyone it's you it's you that's what goes through my head and i'm not even prepared it just happens the moment it's when i do catch it and i feel like that emotion's coming up and those thoughts are about to roll in my head i have coping skills and i have things i myself notice that calms me down 
but not a lot of people have that. Some people can't even figure out what coping skills to use because they can't afford a therapist. Or they just can't see what they could do on the online because online things, they mostly either have, have you go outside, exercise, and it's pretty much like they already do that or they just don't have the energy to do that. Like they they can go for a walk, sure, but do they have the energy to push themselves out there to try to deal with the depression while moving while some people even myself when i have that depressive moment i can't move i just can't if i do move it feels like i'm in pain and it just makes me want to throw up or just wanting me to just move in awkward positions and just trying to make sure i just limit myself while also trying to feel a little free it's this confusing complicated mess and really it's just it hits hard depression hits really hard but with this antidepressant it softens the blow and that's why i'm gonna keep bringing up is that that's what it does it softens blows but it still hurts it's still there and it happens random moments or certain moments. And the medication, it helps, but it's other people. It's themselves. It's society, even. It's how we perceive it and how we can deal with it. You can look up on the internet and on YouTube of steps of how to deal with someone that is depressed or what to do if you're you're depressed uh, coping skills you can use to get yourself into a clear mind meditation for example or even just playing with your dog or just laying down and just think about everything that's positive like there's many coping skills like that and that's that's the thing is that some of these coping skills, they may work for some people, but for other people, it's just after they do it or when they're in the moment of doing a coping skill, like meditating, for example, all of a sudden it just gets heavier or it just gets too distracting. You just can't seem to get away from it. And some moments, it's easy. There are easy days, yes. It's not always, oh, Bam, bam, bam. Just a heavy hit. Those moments is what you remember the most. When you ha when you try to remember what depression is. And, or when you think about your depression. This, the, you remember those heavy hits. But it's so soft. But yet really fast hits that ruin most of the day. Because it it, those last longer than just one punch. These tiny hits are just coming one after the other. And they're bearable, yes. But they're constant. And it repeats. And then it just keeps going and going and going. And it's just... It, it can bring someone crazy. And that's what makes people that have depression and yet can see a brighter side of things so strong. Is that even though they get these soft little blows because of their medication but they're so constant but they can still keep going by just simply remembering that 
they have these things and they have people that can support them. If not that, then there's the the thought of just, hey, I can do this. I know what I need to do for myself. That's what most people try to do is that's the best thing to do is to get someone that they can help themselves with their own problem. Because who knows it better than themselves? Some people will argue saying, hey, but I don't know myself. I don't know why, what calms me down. I don't know what even sp- sp- sparks it. What I don't know what to do in most moments. And that's fine. That really is fine. You're human. Sure, the best person to know you is you. But the best people to help you find you is other people that know you. That's why we became so much better with socializing over the years. Sure, it's slowing down. And sure, most people are fig- are still arguing against each other about certain things. But if you look at it, we're more social than we were 100 years ago. Shoot, 200 years ago, some people would think you're just crazy or just put you in a loony bin. Some will even torture you thinking that that will cure you of your mental illness. But look at us now. Look how far we came. You you gotta at least look at that and say, hey, there is a chance for me. Not, oh, I can beat this thing and it'll be over forever. No. Trust me, I've thought of that too. I had that mentality. But it it's not it's not that easy. It's not oh, I can take over this and it's gone. It's gonna be there. The thing about depression it, it's part of your mind. It's something that cycles through. People with bipolar and mostly experience depression because of this. Their emotions just change and flicker randomly without their wills or sometimes it changes of certain triggers they know what to do though people that actually you know help them and when those people try to figure out what to do they always try to get what sparks it and they always try to catch signals and then stop themselves and try to calm down that's what we should do with depression try to catch those moments that it feels like depression is about to hit or at least something that says, hey, 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 look at what's happening now. What can you do to at least just focus and breathe and just try to handle it at the best moment you can? And that's where the best of you can be is that you notice your own problem and you start to solve it immediately or at least you try to solve it within hours even if it doesn't work or it takes long sometimes for some people it takes like one to four hours just to get through their depression even though they're working it out with their coping skills or they're talking themselves through it still takes a long time for some people it's short because they've been through it and they know the best way for other people it's longer but the thing is is that they're still doing it and that's what we should applaud them for that's what you should applaud yourself for the thing if you can get to the point where you can catch yourself and you know what to do during that moment then that's great progress that's you 
not curing your depression, but that's you handling it. The antidepressant pills, if it helps, then it helps. Let it help you. Let it help you handle this depression. Let it just take you to the right path that you need to go to at least make it where you can live with this feeling, this mentality, this illness. Just to get to that point of just having that moment of just relaxation and calm and collective with no restrictions of your body and with the motion of just feeling joy. Now that is great progress. Now there is something I have to talk about though is that some antidepressants come with heavy side effects and I would say at least if not most some people just take those side effects harshly and it hurts their body or for some people it just messes up with their mind and they find trouble trying to see what they were doing who they are or even like what what they're feeling sometimes it sometimes the side effects they're not worth it and that's what we gotta catch is trying to figure out which medication is best for that kind of person but we can't just keep changing their medication and stuffing them with a higher dosage or a lower dosage and just flipping it upside down and just going side to side and just trying to figure out what this it's best to try to collect of what the reaction of other people is. It's best if we just study about these group of people that try this medication and how it works for them. What's their mentality? What's their eating habit? You know? So I will say this. I do plan on getting some scientists and getting people that are willing and voluntarily going to have a test about a hundred people on a certain medication they've been taking for at least two months and then seeing what they eat what their living habits are and seeing what their emotions how they handle it what their reactions are to certain pictures to certain voices to certain sounds even just trying to see how they react and then people with different medication of how they react and then those two medications flip it around for people that it didn't work for. For people that had problems with it, even. Just study what they were. What's the difference? Why it affects them that way? And then maybe, just maybe, we can figure out how a certain drug that affects your mentality. Maybe we can figure out how to at least control it and actually find a point of which medication is right for that person. It can't be that easy for sure. Well, there'll have to be more tests. There'll have to be. It'll be a long test too. It won't just take a few weeks or months. It might take years even. But I'm willing to at least attempt that to fund it, to get that started, to help e help it find it a easier way for people to take the right medication and have their problems solved sooner, to help them deal with their problems sooner. If if that could be done quicker, then I say let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's try to 
helping people even faster. Just like how the people try to get a vaccine for anything. The moment it's out, you you want to try to find the cure. There's a reason why people want to find the cure for cancer because it's game more common and it's a real problem and it's getting people from all different ages, from all different groups and it's affecting them badly. You want to find a cure. You want it to stop. You want it to be ha you want it to be where people can handle it and where people can actually survive from it. Depression brings people to suicide. Depression brings people to guilt. It brings them to anger even. Depression can lead someone into alcoholism and or getting them start to vape or do heroin or crack or doing any other drug or doing Stupid stuff like being an adrenaline junkie until they jump off a cliff and the parachute doesn't work. And then it's just, if you think about it, that's what drives some people though. If we can figure out how to teach those people to drive themselves to do something better, not worse, we should try to do that then. We should at least try to make it better for the people. And a lot of people and a lot of programs and a lot of nonprofits are trying to do that. That that I'm not saying like no one else has thought of this, no one else oh blah 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 this is why you're wrong. Just all I'm saying is that we're not focused on it enough. There's other groups that have more studies about er something else. Shoot, they're still doing studies about how the world is still round. Every once in a while, like, everyone, I'm not going to go into that, but that's just an example. That's just, we're still doing studies, but we're not doing enough studies. I don't feel like we are. I feel like we're just trying to step on eggshells when we should be running it through. Sure, it's going to be sensitive for some people, or it's going to be harsh even for some people, but... We have to get through it. We have to try to find a way to make it better for everyone. For every kind of person. If we could just at least find a way to just get people to the right area. To get people to a safer, more sustainable, less time consuming and overall just a really good spot where they can just not feel happy because it's hard to feel happy even while you're depressed even in a small amount sometimes people just don't feel like they should be but at least be at least comfortable relaxed and able to just go throughout their day and continue with their activities their errands whatever they're doing if we can just get them to have those moments i say we're making good progress we're making it slowly but we should try to make this at least a little faster because the numbers are increasing. With more social media, the internet, game more into people's lives nowadays and how it can affect someone's life forever. It's really tough, especially how it, depression is now being found in younger and younger people. Sure, you could say, oh, it's the technology because they have internet and they, these people that troll or these people that are just bullies go after these people and these kids that have the technology are just falling for it and they just shouldn't have it. Listen, like the internet is becoming part of everyone's life now. 
soon the poorest people will even have internet still to pay just so they their student their kids can go to a school or even just so they can do something for work it's it's more difficult to go to a library and try to find out about a certain project that you you're having to do say history but it's way easier to find not a wikipedia page straightforward sure you can take a wikipedia page and use it but every, as it's commonly known not everyone likes to for you to use a wiki page, wiki page but it still leads you to other websites official websites that show history or official websites that show studies of exactly what they're supposed to do Google and other search engines are becoming more and more able to be more specific about where you're looking up and it makes them faster and it, it makes it easier to find information without the internet what are they supposed to do how are they supposed to interact with their friends how they're supposed to interact with anyone if they're so limited so it has it has to be needed. Sure, you can wait a few years, depending on their age, okay. But if they start to have this depression mood before even they even have the internet or before they even have technology, what are we supposed to do? Why well, if it gets to the point where kids at the age of seven have depression? I've actually met people that have had that. The moment that they were age seven, they immediately start to have depression and suicidal thoughts and they just went down a path of just regret and just pure what they describe insanity to themselves though but when they say oh if someone else went through it they probably could have handled it a little bit better when could they though but how could they if they never experienced it themselves but that's where it catches is that some people believe that their pain isn't enough for others. They feel like their pain is easy and that they're just weak. It shouldn't be like that. We should see it that all of our pain are in different levels, yes, but all of our pain is only as tough as as we can handle it. If you can just pull through and you find a way to do it, you keep going and you just build up something take the antidepressant or find a coping skill that works with you or a task that makes you feel calmer or say a, a person that you talk to someone that's close to you a friend uh, a family member or even your dog sometimes talking to an animal can help vent and then they would want you to be happy or at least they would want to be in a comfortable space so they would try to make you feel comfortable as they would sure some animals can't do that because they're either too small or they they're birds and they can't really do it correctly so there should be more ways of finding out how to deal with depression though because my experience at least i don't know for other people because when I try to talk to them about their experience, they have different answers, sure, but most of them have common responses about, oh, there's too many therapists to talk to just for one single thing, or there, there's too many tasks that they put me to do when I feel too stressed, 
or I feel like I'm not good enough to do it. Or even some have said that they just don't want to because they don't see any interest or they don't see a way that they feel that they can do it. And that's what kind of makes me wonder, like, what else could there be? What else could there be for someone to just at least have an exit that everyone can do? What could it be? Sure, you could say, oh, everyone can exercise. All you have to do is just walk or go for a jog, do some push-ups, sit-ups. Some people, their depression, even though they have an antidepressant pill, even at that level, sometimes it's just too much for them still. The medication, like I said, only suppresses it. It only lowers it, but that doesn't mean your body just instantly becomes movable. Some people that take antidepressants and that have the and that have the depression moments, they still can't move their body, or when they do, they feel so exhausted and drained. What what can they do? There has to be something that everyone can do that it doesn't take much effort for, but that works. Sure, you can say, "Oh, try this mental coping skill. Try this other coping skill where you can just lay down and." Coping skills, coping skills. Okay, that's good. Let's lead to a, a a solution, though. Like, oh, here's this app, for example. What happens if we just make an app that just plays certain sounds or that tells you where you can go for a certain site to see at a certain time? Uh, even if we could just have it where it's just easier for them to explain to other people, say... Not a crisis line, but something that let, lets you talk to a therapist or a professional like that. And then they get they have the permission from that person to share it with their family member or their friend. And that person translate of what they're trying to say to their friend, to their family member. Sure, you could say, oh, well, they just need a therapist and they could do it. Yeah, but that's not really cheap if they don't have insurance if they're paying it out of their pocket then they don't have much time to do that and then have their friend or family member come over or even if it's a recording it still takes time and that costs money so there's just i can't think of anything really like i have a bunch of ideas but i don't know if they'll work i'm going to try that's what we should all do we should try that's what it mostly leads down to is just try the coping skill try the exercise try the talking to your your family try talking to your friends try just try it and we're so focusing on trying everything that i feel like we're not focusing enough on the problem itself i know like oh yes it's this is all about depression and everything and how to deal with it yes but can we focus on like we should at least teach a therapist to f- figure out how to make a hey if you it sounds like your your emotions are connected to this and your way of thinking basically the therapist comes down to hey this coping skill is more commonly known to use for someone that deals with this problem similar to yours and there are these hundreds of people thousands of people 
have been doing this recently, or they thought of this. Even just giving them a thought to do. Sometimes, when I get my depression now, how I get through it, sometimes, if nothing else works, I just think of a place where... Where could I be if I was in a different location and I had different opportunities? Maybe better ones or worse ones. Sometimes that puts me in a new perspective of, hey, this could be a lot worse. Or even, this this isn't the best, but it's no, it's something that I can, can, I can handle. If I can handle and still think of things worse than this, then for sure I can, I can keep going. But it's not going to be easy. What you should be telling yourself is, hey, this is going to be hard. But you just got to be stronger and more ready. The only way to do that is to go through it. Not around it. Not over it. Straight through. It's going to be scary. It's going to be harsh. It's going to hurt a whole lot. Like, a lot. And it's going to be a lot of struggling. You might even lose some people along the way. You might even lose yourself on the path you're going to. But what matters is if you can at least try to pick off things that benefit you. Things that makes you feel better. Things that just makes it where you are comfortable. Where you feel you're better. Where you feel like you can handle depression even more and better and longer. Then you're on the right path. Going through it, figuring out each and everything, what triggers it, what makes you calmer during that specific moment. Trying to figure out exactly what is bringing you to the next day and reminding yourself that that's your drive. That that's what gets you through the depression. Now that's what we should help focus on, help them figure that out. If we can help, say, if we can help some certain people figure out oh if you can't decide on what, on what to do like if you have a two decision choice just flip a coin and your brain will already decide what which one it is before the coin lands then why don't we try to figure out oh if you do this specific thing and you think about this then you'll have a better plan or you'll have a better idea like my idea for example is just just have this small little packet of different kinds of gums and all you have to do is just decide which gum you think you'll hate the most and try it and just focus on that just focus on the flavor see what's disgusting about it or see if you even like it what do you like about what you're surprised about yourself that you didn't know you would like and try to see oh if it's terrible tasting and you don't like it try to see like does it have a good aftertaste? Does it... And you just see what other gums did you like better that you leave behind. Then just start to connect memories that seem familiar to those kinds of gums. For example, a sweet strawberry bubble gum. You would think, oh, I remember that time uh, me and my family, uh, we had that wonderful moment of just going out on the beach and my sis my little sister said, Oh, I would like to make a castle for you and it reminds you of how sweet your little sister is. There you go. That's the the connection. That's what you can do. I I've done that myself but I don't have 
enough gum for every day. So I say it's a good idea if you don't have it so frequently because then you have to buy another piece of gum or you have to buy a new packet when you run out. And if it happens frequently, then it's gonna be it's gonna be harsh on your wallet. Sure. I I have another one. For example, that also helps me is when I'm just stuck in bed and I want to go back to sleep. I try and try to at least move one leg out the blanket and try to at least pick it up and have it where it's folding and the knees up and my foot's down and I try to at least resist myself from spinning or turning the other side trying to get comfortable and try to make it uncomfortable in which my body will say hey alright just get up just get up and do something sure it's gonna be painful cause some, like I said some people they can't even move their bodies so what I say to that when depression has you so harshly pushed down that even move your body is challenging why don't you just think of something that what could you do if you were stuck like this forever what would you do think of those kind of things and then think even further beyond that too if this was only temporary but I knew exactly when it's gonna happen how can I take care of it what can I do before it starts so I can so I'm ready when it ends that's why I do sometimes but I don't have that free frequency I don't have it where my body can't move so frequently it it happens pretty much like once a week or two times a week if anything like it's not that harsh for me to move for me at least that's me but when I have those moments I try to at least take and think of what I could do and that's the best thing you can do when you have depression during any moment is think if you just think then surely something will pop up that will say yes or that's a big that's a big pointer or something that's like oh that's obvious I should have thought of that if you keep thinking there's there's sev over oh, 7 billion people and if everyone was thinking about different ideas and everything there is bound to be one person that thinks of an idea that's perfect for another so what are the chances that who says that you can't think of that idea that's perfect for you who says you can't think of that up and if thinking's hard like you're Mine goes all fuzzy like a uh, old television when the channel uh, goes down and it leaves that static feel and you don't know what's happening in your head and you can't you can barely hear what's around you. You find that it's hard to open your eyes and you just feel like you're zoning out and you're getting lost in this staticky space. The best thing you can do is try to just breathe and then remember what could happen if, say, a pineapple popped up in front of me? What could I do with that? Try to think with your mind of what you could do. If that doesn't work, try moving your body even. Just move it as best as you can. Not where you immediately stand up or you start swinging your arms. But try to at least move your finger. See if you can still move your finger and feel around it. Even if you can't see it. 
or you, you you don't know where your hand is directly, just try to move it. That's what I would suggest doing. Try to make sure you're at least you know your your space around you outside of your mind, so you know exactly where you are and you you know you're safe. Another thing that I thought of that actually helps me when depression hits me during work, when it hits me hard, all I all I do is just go and lean against something or sit on something for a l- for a few seconds, breathe in, breathe out, and I just think of, hey, you know what? If I keep working, and I hope I do, and I get to the day, and I go to bed, I could sleep through this whole thing off, and then eventually it'll get to the day where I don't have to work. I could just deal with this, or it's gone by then, and I could just have my moment, and shoot, once I get paid, I could go get the snacks I want and just relax on the weekend. I think of that. I think of the future, but not negative or of, oh, this could happen, whatever. No, avoid that. It's going to be hard, yes, because how could you avoid something negative if it's the first thought you came up? Yes, that would be hard. That doesn't mean you should stop thinking. You should try to think of something good until it pops up. Keep going. Your mind's fast. When depression hits you, sometimes for me, when depression hits me, my mind goes fast. It goes through a bunch of shit. Sometimes it slows down and it just prolongs these bad memories or these bad feelings or these bad ideas. But if it's going to go slow or fast, I'm I'm going to still try to go through my fingers trying to see if I can feel anything besides this pain. Trying to see where am I at exactly. Thinking of, okay, okay, what can I do that will get me to the next day? How can I keep going? For me, it's working hard at work, hard labor. Keep going. Just moving, moving, and moving, and moving. That's that's what motivates me is if I can keep moving, I can then relax after a good amount of time. But for some people, it might be just relax for a while, don't move anything, just take a breather, and it works. For some people, it might be just have a drink that calms you down. Your favorite coffee, for example. Just have it nearby. You don't have to have it every day, but just have it where you feel like today might be a bad day. Or have it to treat yourself. Say you have your favorite snack. Just have a smaller version in a little snack bag and just take it with you, just in case, for emergencies. And then if you think it's about to expire or you think it's going to go bad or you want it, just eat it then. And just remember... If the depression happens after that even, and you have no more snacks, or you don't have uh, the ability to do what you want to do that calms you down, just remember the moment that you did, and put yourself through that. Meditate through that. Sure, meditation is hard, but if you could just meditate to something you've done repeatedly, because if you do this repeatedly, get that snack, or get that moment to do it, or get that drink, or get that activity of movement, of a certain dance even. If you can get yourself where you dance for a little while, and then you get back to it, if you can get yourself repeatedly to do it, your brain is sooner or later going to say, hey, when you feel like this, this happens, and this makes you enjoy it. So eventually, in near the end, or in near the middle of it, you're going to feel joy, so that helps spike in that good thought. That that helps spike in that good feeling in your body. That's how your brain works. Is if something happens repeatedly and it releases 
dopamine and it basically changed your chemical reaction just like how pain is when you feel pain and you feel sadness or anger or you just feel like you want to cry and you have that repeatedly over and over again your body is going to immediately say hey you're about to shut down because whenever this happens you shut down but if you can try to get that repeat of just a good feeling just Anything that makes you feel good or makes you feel motivated or makes you feel like, hey, no, 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 I, I got this. No, no, I don't care what this thought is saying. If you can get yourself to, to that moment of where it's comfortable for you, where it's handleable for you, where you can get that depression down low enough for you to step over and step through, just barrel down through like it's no problem. If you can get yourself to that moment to go through it and not over it or around it, but straight through and you can bear it and you can learn from it and you can just get better and feel yourself more free when you're done then I said you're making good progress so try to figure out it. don't stop keep going sure a bunch of people are like hey if you do this I did this it should work for you or oh have you tried this just keep going through it Think of what could be for you. Don't stop trying. And a lot of you could say, oh, but I tried everything. Okay? Think of something you haven't tried. Think of something that's impossible. And try to make it a reality. But don't make it like, oh, I haven't tried uh, jumping off of a plane with no parachute and seeing if I survived. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, say for example... Uh, you wanted to be an astronaut, but you failed at school, and you, by the time you finish high school, they want they can no possibly not allow you to. What, think of something that you can do then. Say, oh, if you work hard enough to go to a community college and be an astrophysicist. Uh, uh, I forgot the word; it escapes me. But basically, be a scientist. And, uh, work for NASA or try to work something that deals with space an astrophysicist uh, I think they're called yeah um, or our job it's a very confusing word but basically what I'm saying is if you can get yourself to think of what's closest to that enjoyment that I so desire what gets me close to feeling freedom to feel relaxed if you can get what gets you close to that moment then you're closer to what, what actually makes you feel comfortable, what actually gets you through that depression. If you can get yourself closer to gain through that depression, then you're making good progress. You're making staggering progress. Even if you don't use what everyone else says, if the antidepressant even isn't working, try to get a different one. Or tr ask your doctor, hey, can we take my myself off this pill slowly, you know, just so it doesn't no bad side effects happen or just in case uh it, my body uh reacts badly try try to talk to your doctor saying hey i noticed that my medication isn't working what can we do to better it and if you if you're someone like me that doesn't want to take medication and wants to be medication free what i'm doing is just taking my medication every day by say okay if it doesn't work what should I do? I prepare myself. I think of three things. Just three random things. Like touching my toe as best as I can. Looking at the sky if I can. Or just counting until the pain goes away. Just three random things. Every day. 
different things. Even if it's one of them's the same from the day before. I mean, or it, it's the same from last week. It's fine as long as you can think three random things. Just whatever pops up in your head. That's just is that doesn't harm anyone else and harms you the least amount. Sure. Uh, some of you go like, oh, I want punch punching bag until my uh, knuckles bleed. Sure, go with that. But think of it of, I want punch punching bag until I'm exhausted. Think of it like that. Try to interpret what depression is trying to lead you. If you feel depression is leading you to, oh, I want to just keep running and running until I get hit by a car or keep running and running until I faint. Think of, I should go for a run and just keep going until I feel like, you know what, this is a good point, and come back. And just seeing, like, how far can I go without, you know, causing an incident, without, how far can I go myself? What is my limit in running? And maybe, who knows? Maybe you're, you find out you're very athletic. Uh, if you think about, oh, I want to draw, but I'm in the middle of doing errands, I can't draw right now. Think of what you want to draw. Think of how you're feeling with this depression moment that, brings you to that moment to you want to draw think about what do you like to draw what brings you to what what kind of pencil do you like using what kind of style you love doing the most what kind of video you make for yourself or whatever makes you what if you find what makes you feel comfortable that helps you through that depression always try to figure out a way of connecting it to better yourself when you don't have it try to figure out moments of thinking of thinking about it or having plans you want to make you write down plans of what you want to do with that moment for example painting or drawing have a plan like draw once a week on this specific day because that's when depression hits me the hardest or that's when my birthday is next week just have those just have those ready just think ahead if you can think ahead before it starts, then you can think while it's going. But sure, you can't prepare for every moment. There's always going to be, oh, this is the worst moment. I never thought it could happen here. Or even, oh, I can't think straight. I, what, what am I supposed to do? And then you start to feel frustrated and flustered and you forget what you were supposed to do or wherever you're thinking goes fast way too quickly and you, you don't know what you're doing. Whatever you do, just keep going. Sure, that's that's easy to say for sure, yeah. But it's the easiest thing to do is to keep going through it. Because that's how many people that had depression way back when, when it was a rarity and very rare for people and they had to go through it, they figured out how to go through it. They lived as long as they could. And then that went on and on and on. You got to remember, think of how many people had depression and went through it at a tougher time than you. Now imagine what were their things and could it help you? Could what they use as a coping skill or what they had as an emergency when they felt like this, what did they do and how did it help them? Think of what other people's things could be and could it benefit you? Could it suddenly help you through your depression it's not bad to think about other people and think of what helps them it's good to think that because then you could always just 
Be ready. Ask other people. See if they have. If if you know people that are also diagnosed with depression, and you're trying not to take antidepressants, or you you don't think it's working, or you think it's working, but you you want to make sure you go through it as clean as, as walking uh through a grass field field. Then just ask them. to say, hey, what what makes you go through it so your way? And see if you can make a connection or if you can ever see if there's a relation with yours or if it works for you even. The thing is, is to just don't stop. That's what, if you, if you do it in a scientific way and you see this as a test and you do this test every time trying to beat your depression, trying to get through it, whatever result repeats the most is most likely the most common and right result or it's the best result for you if it keeps working for you if it doesn't work then try until you get a different result in a different way try to do it in a different way until you get the result you want sure it's going to be long it's going to be hard and it's not going to be easy but you gotta go through it you gotta do that study you gotta do that test that's the only way to do it and antidepressants can help. It's just find the right one. Sure, you can live without it because your body will feel the tolerance, and then soon enough you'll need the medication because you find what helps you through your depression. And maybe then you can handle it at a bigger level. And then you, but you'll be prepared this time instead of ha- handling at a big amount and being overwhelmed. Soon enough, that antidepressant will help you be ready for that big moment. That big moment where you just feel like the whole world is on your back and it's just pushing you down, down, down. But you're ready at that moment now. You're you're ready to go. Now that, when I say, is when you're at a good point. Is when you know that you're ready and you know you can handle it at the best time for you. If you know that you can handle it, then take the antidepressant off. Ask your doctor, hey, can we slowly decrease the dosage? Just figure out a way to handle your depression at that moment with your antidepressant, and there you go. Move on from there. Anyways, that's my rant. That's my thought. And I'm going through my depression in my way, but I'm also trying to figure out what's other people's ways. I'm trying the best to go through it. So... For now, this is my podcast, and thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope you have a wonderful life. Goodbye.